parents. At what point did you realize you raised a monster? Hello, this is the story of my son Felix. I am from Sweden, so I am sorry if my English is bad. Felix is six years old and Julia is four years old in this story. I can start with an incident that made me wonder how I raised my son. So me, Felix, and his younger sister, Julia, were on a camping trip through the north of Sweden when my son, from nowhere, just starts to scream, I will kill you, Julia! And after he starts to pray to God. No one in my family is religious, and that is what makes me uncomfortable. I ask him, Felix, what's going on? And he answers, Julia wouldn't let me play with her hair. The whole trip, I would always check out what Felix was doing because I could just feel his anger of something. I couldn't put my finger on what until five years later, 2017, when the same thing happened again. Me and my wife had just picked up the kids from school and let them play upstairs while we're cooking food and then from nowhere we hear the loudest scream saying, I will kill you, Julia! So I ran upstairs as fast as I could. When I came up to my room the kids were playing in, I saw my daughter laying on the floor, bleeding from her hair, and beside her, my son is sitting, praying to God, with blood on his hands. We're so confused, my son had pulled so hard in his sibling's hair that she had lost hair and started bleeding. That is the most creepy thing I've seen in my life so far. When I ask my son what he has done, he answers me with the most chilling voice I will ever hear. Yulia wouldn't let me play with her hair, Dad. About two weeks after the incident, I asked Felix why he pulled her hair. He said, The man in my head tells me what to do. I can't choose what to do. My son is getting help and my daughter is fine. I had to buy security cameras because he was stealing, throwing parties, doing illicit substances in my home, etc. He looked right in the camera and flipped me off while I was at work. My heart fell. I'll ask my 18-month-old if she poo-pooed and she'll smile and say, Yeah. Then when I put her on the changing table and take off her diaper, no poop. This makes me laugh because the kid isn't a monster, but they've found a surefire way to get attention anytime they want it. And you can be sure they're going to use it. Not my kid, but my partner's adult sister is a real handful. A panoply of vaguely diagnosed mental illnesses, including bipolar and psychosis, she's on income assistance, which helps. But she goes from morbidly depressed in the winter to wildly high in the summer. We let her move in to get herself out of debt, which she did, but now she's back in another hole. She picks bad boyfriends, the last of which we had to get a restraining order against after he threatened our children when we extricated her from his abusive grasp. The worst part is that the cycle is never ending. It's been this roller coaster for 20 years, and we're really, really tired. She's 14 for life, and not the good kind of 14-year-old. Big sister here. My brothers were fighting yesterday in the room beside mine. I'm hearing everything for 20 minutes straight. I'm having a cold and therefore wanted to see if they could resolve it first. The older brother is constantly using his strength, he's strong, fat, and tall, to taunt the younger one. But the older one is a wimp who will sit down if you demand respect. The younger one is even more of a derogative word for a female reproductive organ. I don't really condone using this word, but seriously, that is what he is. This younger is the middle child. They still don't break it up after 20 minutes. I go in there, throw the older one out of the room. He gets out, not before he hits him again. I had surgery on my leg a while ago and still in recovery, so really in no shape to get between them unless I want my other leg to break. The older gets out of the room, then suddenly the middle one gets the courage to beat him up when he's out of the room. I do not touch him but block his exit with both hands to the side of the door. This little psychopath uses all his strength to push on my hands and I almost fall to the floor. He knows all the pain I've been in from my surgery, 
I get mad and tell him to stop acting like this, and if he really had the courage and wanted to beat the older one up, he should have done it in the 20 minutes before, and maybe earlier. He starts taking his anger out on me, and I've had enough. My headache is so bad at this moment, I close the door and lock with a key by force. He gets out the window and gets in the house via the balcony. Now this is where his horrible and outright scary personality comes to show. Keep in mind he's only 13. I tell him, what is he doing? What does he want? He talks to me condescendingly and tells me just to go back to my room. I'm always in my room. And just tells me to shut up. He starts threatening and speaking to me as if he has any power over me. But the scary thing is how calm and poisonous his tone is. He isn't affected by any of the words I'm saying and has zero respect to me as a big sister. I'm not demanding any respect, but he doesn't have that love and care we other siblings have for each other. I've always started to notice how he says whatever the heck he wanted and then makes it into a joke with a cheeky smile. When my dad was going to visit grandma, he told the rest of the family, he's just waiting on grandparents to die, then he'll be back. I mean, who the frick says that? This was a bit much, but the road my brother is headed on is not a good one, and I'm truly scared for his future. I tried to be a good mother, really, I did. But looking back, the deck was pretty stacked against us from the start. Me and my son grew up poor, and I mean really poor in the back end of nowhere, and I had to work all the time. I was basically a slave. I certainly got treated like one. For childcare, (laughs) like I could afford that, I used to leave my boy with the owner of the local store. A fat Jewish guy I got to know, and he did his best looking after him in exchange for the little guy helping out. I suppose it was child labor, but what can you do? One day, I got lucky when some rich out-of-towners suffered a breakdown on the edge of town and came into the store looking for help. They were really impressed by my son's resourcefulness and know-how, and they were obviously upset at his potential being squandered, so they offered to fund his education. The only catch was that it would have to be at a boarding school because there was no schools nearby worth a damn. I knew I would miss him like hell, but this was his big chance and I jumped at it. But when he came back, gosh how he had changed. The next time I saw him, I'd been kidnapped by sand people, and my sweet boy, who wouldn't hurt a fly when he was young, killed every single one with this lightsaber some idiot had given him. Men, women, and the children too, and he slaughtered them like animals, shaking my damn head. I won't lie, when I got to the punchline here, I was equal parts livid and exasperated. Well done. Well, I had to read it, and now you have to listen, subscribers. Have fun. Love the narrator. When my youngest moved out, I had always had difficulty with her, but once she was gone, I realized how much of a bully she is. Recently, she got angry when my partner told her to not guilt trip me, and flipped out and called him scum of the earth, telling me I am a bad mum for being with him when he is so awful to her, saying really horrible things about his children. The thing is that my sweetie is incredible, and everyone loves him, except her because he called her out on her bullcrap and stood up for me. I can't even tell you how many times I've cried because of things she's said or done. My oldest daughter is a sweetheart and they are polar opposites. I'm concerned there are some mental health issues right now because she has increased her behaviors. Unfortunately, she's off on her own, so I can't do anything but ask her to talk to someone. When she looked me dead in the eyes and poured out her cup of orange juice on the ground. It's age-appropriate boundary exploration, but still monstrous. My son asked me how long he was obligated to interact with me. Well, if you're forcing him to spend time with you, that's a valid question. True. Hated it when my mum would force me to do something I don't like. 
This seems like a common parenting mistake. Parents start feeling their child is too distant, so they make the whole problem worse by insisting that their child stop doing everything they enjoy and instead do something they hate with their parents. Camping trips, card games, etc. In reality, all this does is reinforce to the child that the parent doesn't care about them. If parents really wanted to grow their relationships with their kids, they've got three options. Learn about their hobbies, and see if they're receptive to talking about it and or doing their hobbies with you. If your kid plays a video game, try playing that video game, etc. Show your kids your own hobbies to see if they're interested. Maybe you play guitar or something, and that piques their interest. If not, don't force it on them. Learn to be okay with having a healthy distance between parent and child. If you squeeze too tightly, they'll want to rebel. Make it clear that you respect them and their boundaries, and then you'll have a much stronger foundation to build on once they're out of their rebellious teenage years. My son steals my wife's eyeglasses while she is reading on her phone. She can see up close fine, but anything past three feet is a complete blur. He knows this and knows he can get away with taking things off counters and drawing on things if she can't see him. He's three. When my son's Tamagotchi died and I was sad because I realized I was the one taking care of it while he was at school and in bed. He abandoned his own Tamagotchi? F him. That's how you raise a quitter. This kid better be taking care of that Tamagotchi whether he wants to or not. Oh my god, he obviously needs to be sent to military school. We may have veered off topic slightly here, I'm just loving how hot and bothered the community was getting over proper Tamagotchi treatment. My sister is raising two monsters, my niece and nephew. The whole family knows, even their parents know, but neither of them wants to be a parent and discipline or give consequences for their monster's actions. My nephew at seven yelled at my sister at Subway when she asked him to pick out his chips. He screamed, Shut up, you B-word! I want to frickin' choke you! He then proceeded to kick the customer nearest to him in the back of the leg. My sister just laughed it off with a defeated, embarrassed look on her face. At my daughter's third birthday party, my niece, eight at the time, realized she was wearing the jeans she doesn't like, screamed over the birthday song at her parents, and told them to fix it immediately. Well, they couldn't, they had no change of clothes. She flipped out, grabbed the birthday cake, and threw it on the ground, then ripped her pants off, threw a present on the ground, and stomped all over it. No apology, no consequences. My sister offered to pay to replace the gift. I told her I'd rather she pay to send her kids to therapy. She called me a C-word and said, I didn't love my niece and nephew. They're in their teens now and still throw fits if you don't do what they want or let them win, etc. When my brother had his son, Monster Nephew started beating him up around three. Monster was nine. Monster gave the little boy a black eye. This was the only time he ever got his butt kicked and after that it stopped and the only people my monster niece and nephew are genuinely scared of and behave around are my African-American sister-in-law and my Mexican brother-in-law. They've never done anything to them, they're just not white. Anyway, we have secret family get-togethers without inviting them because they always ruin them. We honestly don't like living like this, but we also don't like spending X amount of hours listening to them whine, complain, and scream, and demand things while breaking and destroying our property. And you can't say anything to them and their parents won't say anything. It's upsetting. I dread their future. Not a parent, but a sibling. My sister has become a vain, selfish, unloving sociopath. She treats my mum as a slave, and my mum loves her too much to notice. My mum was talking to her, she got bored and said, quote, You can leave now. My mum replied with something like, You can't talk to me like that, you need to respect me, to which my sister replies, 
I have no respect for the B-word that cleans my knickers. Leave. I'm in shock. If I said that to my mum, I'd be slapped, but she turns a blind eye to my sister. Not my son, but there was a kid in the playground that my kid was playing with. He was about five or six. If he didn't get his own way, he started screaming and hitting other kids at the playground. I advised my son not to play with him or talk to him since he was being a little crap bag. I didn't say that to my kid. The kid's mum was in the playground, but ignoring her son and loudly playing Pokemon Go. That kid is likely going to turn into a monster, seemingly since he is ignored. My daughter wrote F you and Mama dies with her figure scratched on a piece of paper the other day when we wouldn't let her make lemonade. She's eight. She's gone on rages and destroyed her room before, including throwing furniture around. Not looking forward to her as a teenager. Uh, she's in therapy, right? Yes, under medication too. She's much less ragey than she used to be, but catch her when she's tired or in transition and it's still hit or miss. I feel bad for her, and you. I mean, we blame people with mental issues for being jerks, but that's like blaming a sick person for being sick. They need help, and we should give it to them. Good job being a trooper. I dated someone who was a terror as a child and even as a young adult in my earlier life. She is a very sweet and well-adjusted human being now. One of my best friends with a child of her own. There is hope. I do hope the kid gives her a run for her money. It's only fair. I was in court as a plaintiff waiting for my case. They did all the criminal stuff first. One of the cases was this high school senior who had beat the crap out of his 100-pound, 5-foot mum. She was crying as she was refusing to have him home on bail. She was scared of this kid. This was an upper-middle-class family, and the kid looked like he was on his way to a good college. She kept saying he did it every time he didn't get what he wanted. Judge sent him to Monmouth County Jail, not a nice place for an 18-year-old skinny kneebish. Just imagine what's going to happen to him when his fellow inmates find out what he's in for. Oofed. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. An official message from Medicare. A new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs. Maybe you can save too. With Medicare's Extra Help program, my premium is zero and my out-of-pocket costs are low. Who should apply? Single people making less than $23,000 a year or married couples who make less than $31,000 a year. Even if you don't think you qualify, it pays to find out. Go to ssa.gov slash extra help. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. An official message from Medicare. A new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs. Maybe you can save too. With Medicare's Extra Help program, my premium is zero and my out-of-pocket costs are low. Who should apply? Single people making less than $23,000 a year or married couples who make less than $31,000 a year. Even if you don't think you qualify, it pays to find out. Go to ssa.gov slash extra help. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. An official message from Medicare. A new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs. Maybe you can save too. With Medicare's Extra Help program, my premium is zero and my out-of-pocket costs are low. Who should apply? Single people making less than $23,000 a year or married couples who make less than $31,000 a year. Even if you don't think you qualify, it pays to find out. Go to ssa.gov extrahelp extra help. 
paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. An official message from Medicare. A new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs. Maybe you can save too. With Medicare's Extra Help program, my premium is zero and my out-of-pocket costs are low. Who should apply? Single people making less than $23,000 a year or married couples who make less than $31,000 a year. Even if you don't think you qualify, it pays to find out. Go to ssa.gov slash extra help. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. This thread has been a real inflictor of whiplash between the funnier ones and the ones like this. Okay, I need a laugh break, so here's a funnier story. Not the parent, but a brother. When he went to the bathroom and practically fumigated the entire house. The only room that was safe was the basement bathroom, with the door shut and the fan on. He was laughing his butt off for over an hour. Ex-teacher here. My own kids are far from monsters, but I've met some. When I taught preschool, there was a kid who was banned from YMCA camps for his behavior, and they never banned someone before. He bought a plastic, thankfully, knife to school and threatened to cut all of us teachers. Told other kids he would burn their homes down after first setting fire to all their toys. He heard me calming another student who was afraid of bees and mentioning I'm allergic but I've never been stung because I don't scare bees. He came up, told me he was going to put a wasp nest in my car, lock me in it and watch me die. He was one of only two students expelled from that school in the 15 plus years I've been associated with it. His mother still didn't realize her son was a monster. She said she ate lead paint when pregnant with him, but claimed he was just fine. Often parents just cannot or refuse to see their children for what they are. Not a parent and I won't ever have kids for obvious reasons, but I was the monster. I'm not proud of what I've done, but I can't change the past. I lived with an abusive father who often beat my mother, my sister, and me. He was abusive, physically beating us, and mentally. My mother said it started when I was four months old. My mother always tried to protect us, but wasn't always there. I lived in a home filled with hate and violence and never really learned what love or happiness was. I was a pretty violent child with a lot of anger issues. My mother told me I would often hit my grandmother or her, and when my sister was born, it was even worse. I hated her and wanted her dead because since she was there, I couldn't have nice things anymore. I was three. I was the kind of child to throw a tantrum because I was not given the present I wanted for Christmas, when I had rooms full of toys and I would throw myself on the floor and scream or even hit people and break items, then act as if everything was normal. It took a turn when my best friend passed away. I was six and started being fascinated by death. I pushed my sister in the stairs and tried to kill her a few times. Now, I could have been helped if my mum had accepted that I had a problem, but she refused to think something might not be wrong. With the death of my friend, I was forced by school to see a psychiatrist who realized something was wrong and asked to see me again. I never returned as my mother just didn't want to face the truth. Growing up, I had a lot of anger issues and sent a few of my classmates to the hospital. But when questioned, I didn't remember what happened. It was around 16 my mother realized something was really wrong. I had an argument with her and hit her, then came back a few minutes later and wondered why she was mad. A few days later, my father had cornered me while I was doing the washing up. I grabbed a knife and if my sister didn't see it and reacted, I know I would have stabbed him, even if I don't remember it. I remember my father screaming at me, but not the knife part. When I realized something was wrong, I asked to see a psychiatrist who told me I had an illness. Now I've changed a lot and seem like a normal person. I'm 23, really close to my sister, and I don't have anger issues anymore. I don't see my father anymore and things seem to be good except I don't really have feelings. I never did, but I still know what I did was bad. To all the parents out here, 
If your child acts in a way that is not normal, bring them to a psychiatrist. It's not something to be ashamed of, but someone that is ill won't change by himself. I'm not a parent and likely won't be due to medical conditions, but I fear my younger brother will likely turn into a monster. He's a self-entitled, uncaring, sociopathic, and frankly, violent little prick. He gets away with not doing his homework, playing video games constantly, and refuses to help my dad and I out with stuff. He doesn't do chores and is a lazy butthole. My dad, Lord Save Him, and I are at our wit's end. A little over a year ago, he threatened to slit my throat in a violent, anger-fueled rage, after hitting me over and over again, punching me in the stomach, and hitting me with a wooden dowel. After I told him to get off his game and do his homework, or I would turn off the internet until he did his homework. He's told me before, on many occasions, that he wished I was never born, that I should have died instead of mum, who died two months prior to this, and that he hates my guts and wants me to die. He told me that if I told our dad, he would kill me and my cat in my sleep. When he was younger, he trapped my oldest cat, who's now since passed on due to old age, underneath the porch and didn't let us know until we found her three days later, alive, hungry, and dehydrated. He's thrown my youngest cat in the mud because he was bored and she was annoying him. He threw a book at our elderly dog because the dog was whining and being annoying. He has no care in the world but for himself and his one-and-a-half-year-old cat. He's a monster through and through, and I dread the day my dad finally comes to his senses and sees what kind of monster we've had living in our house. Despite the grimness of this last post, posts like the next one give me hope that perhaps cases like this can be fixed. Not apparent, but the monster, I guess. Well, I got my crap together since college, but that was a crazy crap show before that. When I was really little, I used to not respect anyone, and I didn't understand any boundaries. For example, I destroyed everything that annoyed me and tortured little baby kittens to see how they react. Drowning, for example. My parents tried to teach me how to be responsible with living things, but it took three dead cats until I understood how to handle living things without murdering them. I really liked war and destroying stuff, painted weird stuff everywhere, peed into the plants in my room, and built weapons to destroy stuff. I also liked to hurt and terrify my classmates for fun. Went through some therapy, but it was mostly homeopathic crap and giving me those weird alcoholic drinks to calm your kid down. In secondary school, I spent a lot of time harassing the weird kid in our class that had no friends with a group of weird screw-ups. We were perverted as hell as well, and did a lot of dumb stuff in general. I started getting into video games in that time, and I thank God for it saved my insane butt, because in college I made friends through playing all day, and they helped me to understand how normal people behave. Now I got my acts together, have tons of friends and a good job, and soon a pretty frickin' great girlfriend. But knowing what's normal and what's not is still a huge problem, especially in areas people don't talk much about, which always gets me in bad situations. I really don't know what my parents think of me, to be honest. They generally talk little and never told me I am proud or anything like that, which I understand, to be honest. I guess they are just happy I'm working on my crap. They could have told me earlier, though. I mean, to this day, I had to work out my problems alone. They never talked directly, like, hey, you've got to take care of these things. Maybe they don't want to accept the fact that I am indeed crazy. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories, linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot, linked in the description too. Either way, thanks a lot for watching, and we'll see you guys next time.